Welcome to TechTastic, the podcast that explores the cutting-edge world of technology and its impact on society. New breakthroughs and developments are revolutionizing the world around us, presenting exciting opportunities as well as complex challenges. We'll explore the big ideas and key players driving these transformations as we seek to understand the implications of these advancements for our lives, our communities, and our planet. Join us on this journey of discovery and exploration as we navigate the fascinating and ever-evolving world of technology. This is TechTastic. Louis Contreras, welcome to It's TechTastic. It's lovely to have you here. Thanks for joining. Thank you for having me. I was reading through your profile going, this is pretty amazing. What you've done uh, and where you started from is a really inspiring story. I mean, it's the American dream, right? Yeah, man, I'm very lucky to go through some of the doors that have opened, you know, stay in the dedication and route the hard work and being able to go from, you know, I've always loved customer service to go from there to now leading teams for the last 20 years and being part of the corporate world and seeing how that works. And I think everything has kind of grooved me for what I'm doing now. It's amazing how the stories like this have a lot in common, the door open, and that's usually because we met the right person at the right time in our lives, right? One of the things that I've despised is the whole pull yourself up by your bootstraps thing that people believe is true. Now there's an aspect of clearly hard work, you've got to put a lot in, but have you ever tried to bend over and grab yourself by your shoes and lift and expect that you're actually gonna get off the ground? Of course not, right? It's a, yeah. it's a silly idea. And it, so it takes putting yourself out there, meeting people, which is a little bit on you, but it's also about having the right opportunity, the right moment and the right people in our lives. And not everybody yeah. gets those. And so one of the things I wanna ask you in the show is like, if there's a person that you think really gave you that first break, that gave you that chance, that opened your eyes to bigger opportunities. Yeah, man, people have to, you have to have somebody break the chain and just make you feel like it's attainable. And I think that's the biggest thing, right? Is like when you know someone that's real, right? You see people on TV, you see success, but when you know it's attainable and that is when things kind of click for a lot of people. Some people don't want it, right? The achievement that you want to achieve is set on different expectations. Some people is like, I just want comfort. Yeah. They go, well, what else can I do? And I think that question of what else can I do is coming from, I've already set the bar higher for myself. What my goals were three years ago have been accomplished far long ago and now I'm in uncharted territory. What else can I do that the next person behind me is going to see that, oh damn, it's possible. And I, and I think like for, for him asking you that question, yeah, man, a lot, a lot of us grew up in a, in an area where, you know, we had a big group of friends, about 26. And then um, if we do that count now, only three of us are alive and doing well. Like that's the reality of where I grew up. And it's not always their fault or their own. People say, oh, you have a choice. Some people don't have a choice. I knew kids that were two year old and their parents were teaching them how to throw up gang signs mm. at two years old, right? Like you should be learning colors and other things, right? I remember seeing that and I go, that kid doesn't have a chance. We know that when a child is raised in a church, they will grow and stay a member of that church. Like if they're not going to change fundamental religions generally. So if you were raised in a Christian household, you're probably going to be a Christian. It's historically been true. And we also know that kids that are raised in a, an entrepreneurial house will tend to become entrepreneurial themselves. We train our children in every action that we have with them. You're the average of the 12 people you're closest friends with. Why do we expect anything different of entire communities? We're all raised by those communities. We're all part of those communities. And then whatever your expectations are and whatever you've been trained to be is what you'll be. That's true of everybody. 
some people might have a little bit better abilities in one form or another. They might be a little bit more athletic or a little bit more diligent or a little bit whatever. But those are minor differences. It's what you're surrounded with that you will most define who you are. That's been well known for a long time, but we've got this cultural myth that uh, it is a choice, that you chose a path that you went down. And like that environment is where I witnessed it. People do make a choice. If you're able to make it to you're old enough and you start seeing what's the possibilities, at one point you make a choice not only on what you're gonna do, but a choice on yourself, right? And I could have given up on myself through some of the failures, but I always had this mentality of like, I have an advantage because of my background. Some people look at it as a disadvantage, right? Wow, you grew up in a really tough neighborhood. You don't have, you know, somebody backing you. One of the things I would love to achieve is the possibility to get tutors for the underprivileged area, because I think that's the biggest need. Now that I make, you know, more money and I've been doing well for myself outside of the app, you know, I've been able to get a career. The area that I see where these kids have an advantage so early is that if they come from a certain background, they get tutors at a very young age that molds them to where school isn't the hardest part of their journey, right? When you don't have anybody in your household to help you with a problem and the teacher doesn't understand why you're not getting it, you don't have any help along the way and things don't click. I can look at myself before I was 28 and I look at myself now and I feel as if, you know, they say your frontal lobe is fully formed at 28, right? My thought process, the way that I see things, thinking outside the scope, using my background. I mean, I already had my career at 21, but I could tell you that it completely took another stage at about 27, 28. The way that I would present myself in a meeting, the way I would carry a meeting, the way I would talk to and during times where I needed to network, all that started making way more sense. But again, most people have give up on people when they're already 23, 24, 25. People like are in college right now trying to figure out their life. We have life experiences. Like you said, we weren't extremely poor, but my idea of buying food out was like Pizza Hut. Fine dining was Olive yeah. Garden. That was my childhood. Like, like we we just we would never go to Avocado. We couldn't afford it. We would never eat out. I had a buddy of mine. He uh, his mom wouldn't cook. So on Fridays and Saturdays, I would go to his house because he would have pizza, and we would never you know afford pizza. But he would come to my house because we had home cooked meals all throughout the week, and it was like an exchange, right? And and it, it again like I look back at that and it was like some of the best you know memories. But there was times as I was older where my car declined and I couldn't you know. I was sleeping in my car. I was working crazy amount of hours. And some people consider that rock bottom. So if I look at that part of my life, I look at it and I go, I could take more risks than other people because I've tasted rock bottom and it's not that bad. Some people are so afraid of what that's gonna look like. Well, what about if I have to sleep in my car? Well, it's all right, go to, go to the gym, take a shower in the morning. There's ways around everything. It's how you look at life. And you know, I tell my, my daughter all the time, life is full of waves for everybody. Sometimes you're riding the way high, money's coming in. You have everything you want, but now comes health issues and boom, you're riding that, that wave down. You're taking on water and other times you have your health, but your financial situation just took a, a left turn. It, and that's just the way it is. Nothing's ever secure. I think, I think it's just the way that you tread water. That's going to make you get to that next level. And, and, um, I think people have a choice. Some people unfortunately don't at a very young age and before they have a time to really make a choice, it's already over for them, right? They're already in prison. They're already six feet under, but it goes for all areas. Some people just, they have money in their life, but they have no happiness. I've seen that. Um, I tell my daughter, you know, we talk about what we're doing right now with the progress on the app. And I go, you know, it's a vision that I want to carry out. 
And if it helps people, like we're, we know that we're already doing now in some of the communities, like we're working with the homeless operation in Los Angeles, and they're using the social media part of it to map out where you have homeless camps. The whole topics is they help homeless, elderly, battered women. And what they do is when they know that these encampments are there, they could get aid to them quicker, uh, say that there's something coming and they need to get them shelter. They, they could find these areas a lot quicker. And, and it's funny, like when we first thought about the app and I was creating it, the pins that you're dropping was uh, more in, along the lines of like, let me share a memory with my daughter by the lake. This is exactly where we were standing. It was that part of the parent in me that I was like, you know, that's where I think is going to be phenomenal because we're not relating it to the whole city. It's like, where exactly am I standing? And then as it grew, I'm like, okay, so now think about this. The homeless outreach had this uh, event that they had invited us to, and they're trying to coordinate it. And, you know, we were just going to supposed to be in a booth. And I told them, you know, why don't I map this out? It'll take me about 30 minutes, 40 minutes. So we did, we mapped it out. And now you, every little booth had somebody just comes in, they swipe to the right and they tap on the collection and it guides them to what they're looking at in the same event. And it's all built in this little collection. We're working with Slammers uh, Youth Club and they're using it for the fields. So the soccer fields. And now we just released the where you at feature because everybody, no matter where you're from in life, we all ask that question, where are you at, right? Is everybody yeah. has where you at. And uh, I don't know if you saw the Apple event, they released on the uh, iPhone 15, this ultra wideband that you could use to find your friends. Yeah. Well, we've already had that, but we have it in augmented reality. So on theirs is only 15 to 15. On ours is 15 to 14 to 13, 12, 11, and Android three years and up. But as opposed to just like guiding you, it latches on to where that signal is coming from. So we have a video that we just took over the weekend now that it's on the app store and we haven't released it yet, but we're excited to. We're upstairs in this club because I wanted to show how it works when you're around a lot of people. Yeah. So we're upstairs in the sub and I'm looking down and it finds the person and she's waving and like the dots right on her. Think about how helpful that is. I mean, it's a fun environment, but in case of an emergency. Yeah, I mean, national disaster or something like that happening, a fire in the club, like trying to find your family. So, so that's the thing It's like, we created this and I told my daughter, I was like, look, at the end of the day, if we could help one person, if we could connect this new generation that feels so lonely, like there's a loneliness epidemic going on, right? Like this youth, I interview people all the time and they can't even look you in the eye. You have such a hard time, like just interacting, right? And then the ones that do have that personality, they shine because it's so rare nowadays. And, you know, I have a nephew of mine that joined me on this project and he's in college. Throughout COVID, it took away his years to go to campus. Those were his first years and he wasn't really that social in high school. So now he's like, well, you know, I got to look for a job opportunity. I said, look, you need a network. You need to like talk to people. I go, you can be as smart as you want to, but if you can't guide yourself through a conversation with the room, you're going to have some trouble. It's the reality. Like, you know, networking is how you get the best opportunities. Networking is how you help yourself shine. And it's a hidden art. And, and the whole app is built around connection. Either you're connecting in an event or you're connecting to people. It's you on app that is the yeah. name, which is really clever. I like that. <laughs> And it's youonapp.com is the website. Uh, I love the idea of connecting people, networking, the trying to take on the loneliness epidemic because it, it's real. I don't know about you, but uh, when I was growing up, we ran around in the neighborhood as kids like from dusk till dawn, especially in the summer. And then uh, I watched my niece and my nephew grow up radically different. You know, they were very privileged kids. They, you know, their parents did fairly well. 
And uh, I don't know that they left their yards growing up. And for me, it was the combination of like the technology both made them closer in a sense. They're constantly texting with their friends or whatever the Snapchat or whatever the, the flavor of the month was on that. They were constantly in connection, but they were totally alone all the time. See, and, and that's, that's, man, that's the hard part. You know, we, I've talked about this a couple of times, but so many people now feel connected digitally and it's social media, right? Yeah. There's no part that helps you to be social in the real world. And that's the disconnect. And, and um, you know, I, even my, my daughter, she grew up like a only child for the most part of her life. Now she has a little brother, but she didn't have the luxury of having like other kids in the, in the neighborhood. So we would have to like make the effort to take her with other kids. And so they can play around whatever play dates, but you know, you think about that and it's like, yeah, you know, and you know, we had, I had a strict mom because of the neighborhood we were in, you couldn't wander off too much, you know, but we had neighbors and we would play basketball outside. We'd go to the park and just, we still found a way, right. To connect with people. Like I told you, like 25 friends growing up and a lot of them got into trouble. So my mom was like, look, you could be out from this time to this time, be close. It's, it's one of those things where it was a different world, you know, but I learned how to manage myself in that type of environment. I knew when I was going to hang out with everybody and when I wasn't, you know, and those are things that, like I said, there's choices you make, right? If they're going to go and they're trying to do something, you know, there's a chance, but it'll probably end up locked up. Then you make that decision. And and, and people don't understand that. Like at a young age, having to make those, you want to hang out with your friends, but you know, like there's a path. So you're making every excuse in the world. Look, you know, my mom's making dinner. I got a, I got my aunt coming over. It's always something, but they're choices you make. And and, um, when you grow up in a neighborhood like that, there's easy money, right? We all know that there's easy money and bad paths. And it takes a lot of you knowing what's right and wrong and having the right type of parents to tell you like, look, these these are the choices. My parents didn't have a lot of money, but they provided a good life for us in the sense of like, they were always there, tough love, you know, and same thing with my daughter. Like I I, I tell her, like, look, my, my daughter's excellent academically. She's just amazing. But I tell her the reality is I, at the end of the day, I just want you to be a good person. I want you to succeed in every aspect of life that you want, right? But there's no pressure for me telling you that you better be a lawyer, a doctor. She just loves school. So she's going to do that anyway, but she's going to be whatever she wants to be. I just I just want her to be a good person. I think as long as she has a moral compass, and I, I think that's the way that, you know, we should really help our kids, guide them. It's the biggest thing is be a good person, right? You touched on that at the very beginning. The relationship piece is what's going to set your life path anyway. And so being a good person and being somebody that people want to work with or hang out with or any of that, is what's going to make you successful because it's going to be the person that opens the right door for you at the right time. It's going to be the person that says, hey, you know who you should reach out to about that is Lewis, or it's going to be, you know, it's those things that really matter. We often forget that. And one of the things I really like about the Yuan app, it reverses the trend of social media has been on that isolation, but connected. It's the opposite. It's we're going to connect in the real. We're going to be in the real world together and we're using technology to enable that. Yeah. Right now we're trying to bring more businesses along. Right. But again, we've only been on the app store for about three weeks. Like we just started marketing. So we're just building up steam. And the fact that we're able to get slammers, slammers has about a thousand youth clubs. So it's huge Wow. Right? for them to associate with us. And we're helping them with the campus. Topics, they help out the community in Los Angeles. And I think that's huge. So we did it a little backwards, right? Because we didn't go like with the, the regular user sense, but the social media aspect of the page, even when you look at a picture, our whole objective is for you to, we call it leaving a mark. That's how you post. And the reason we say leaving a mark is like, what did the cavemen do when they first did, right? They did a <laughs> mark on the rock. 
So for us, the hand is really the action button. And when you go leave a mark or you tap on the hand on the right hand, it gives you a guidance how to get to that spot. So the whole part of this is that once you start venturing out and you, I say, you know what? Christian went on this path, man. And he was, uh, he was out in Italy and I just love the journey that he went on. Well, whenever you post with us, it makes you put everything in the collection. So if you put that collection and you say Italy, right, you say Rome, I'll be able to bookmark your page, put it on mine, and then just swipe to the right. And all the spots that you went to visit, I could tap, get directions or get guidance. And it doesn't have to be like, oh, like there's an address. You could pin this view that you had while you were walking down the street and or like this bakery. So for us, it's being able to share live memories where they happen. And we have this food influencer and I really like working with them. And I we built everything through the like the, the grading system, right? He goes 10, 9, and you tap on the picture and then you get guidance to that spot. Like it makes me want to go out and then check the, the spots myself. Because when you watch a video, you'll say, oh, that looks really good. I'll save it for later. But when you could just bookmark it and you, you know what he graded the stuff. I had a date night with my wife when we were testing it out and we went to Vegas. We both follow the same food influencer. So we built this fan page to test everything out. Um, and it wasn't associated with him. It was just like a, a fan page for us to like look at his top rated. I had my team build it. And we had one of the best times. And it was just like, we're out by ourselves and we were like, oh, that looks really good. And we tapped it and we went, I said, oh, I'll choose the next spot. That's what I think is so unique about what we're doing, right? When you're out and exploring, you're looking for things to do. It makes it so easy. And if you're at an event for like the next convention, think about for the next convention where you could map everything on the inside. And now you're like, oh, I'm checking it out here. I'm going there. It, we did it for the casinos in Vegas. And you're like, have you been to Vegas? Uh, a few times, yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know that most of the casinos are built like in this dome, right? So everything that you need is kind of in the same room. It's just that there's all these machines and the slots, machines or whatever in the middle. Yeah. It's funny because when you use the app, you swipe over to the right and you go, oh, I'm making for, now I see all the restaurants that are here. I tap on them. It just points you in the right direction. And I, I love the way that works because when you're in a big setting, you're like, oh, it's over there. You won't have to look at the rest of your, your phone the rest of the time because you know where to walk. The reality is most of the time we don't need the step-by-step, but if you need it, we also have see and map and it pulls up the map for you with guidance. So yeah. like map or, or, or iPhone app. So I, I'm really happy with how we created this as a team. You know, when I was talking to my team about my ideas, I don't come from a tech background. I, I, you know, that's, that's not my field. So when I found this team, I love the fact that they were so open to my crazy ideas. Because if they would have talked down to me or if they would have like put me down during that meeting, every meeting that we had, then a lot of this stuff wouldn't have been built. Yeah. Sometimes what the well-informed will think of as a dumb question turns out to be the best question that could have been asked because you're coming in without expectations. So I, I have an engineering team working on my company right now, and I'm a former engineer. I, I call myself a recovering engineer. <laughs> and I know enough to be dangerous, but not enough to be knowledgeable or an expert anymore. I've been out of it for too long, but I take advantage of that. I walk in and I'm like, okay, guys, I know you know more than I do but I want to know why this. And that usually will get them going, well, you know, Christian, da, 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 da. And then all of a sudden they'll go, wait, but if, and it's that but if question that comes up next that really starts to change everything. You're so right. So during the process when we first started, because again, I'm leading the way for my team, right? As we're opening doors, I have to put myself out there and they're, they're getting to know me more. And now they have a lot of confidence in me. And there was a situation where we were stuck on how to be able to view multiple users using technology that we already have in our hands now, right? 
And this was the very biggest obstacle that we we're going to face, and it happened so early on. And the team had said, well, you know, we could try using this format. It should work from what we're reading. A month had gone by, a month and a half, two months. And I was like, okay, I got to do something about this. So I went down the rabbit hole. And it ended up being, like we told you, with the ultra wideband that app was now releasing, right? We've been using that for a while. And the way that we used it, I mean, it was never intended for that. It was intended for like beacons, like, you know, the air tags and so forth. Yeah. And I just, I said, look, if you're going to, you know, it's, it's going to plug and play here. Like, and, and, you know, it's no secret, right? Because they have it out and, you know, we have it out. We have the patents for it, but we have the augmented reality. Uh, and that's what I chased first. I chased the patents before building. My mindset was like, look, I'm not going to spend all this money unless I know I have some of the rights. And, and uh, yeah, that worked out really well. But that's why I'm so excited. During that time, I went down the rabbit hole and I started telling them, like, look, I think this is going to work. So, you know, it, it was a little bit more detailed than that. But we ended up getting to where we needed to, to be because of me going down the rabbit hole. And it just it, it validated my position with the team, yeah. myself, you know, and, and what I bring to the table. And that's how I, my whole career has been, right? If you, you can't get the answer, there's we live in a we live in a perfect age for it. Like whatever information you need, somebody's been studying it in another form or fashion, you know, and you can just Google Chat GPT will lead you even a, a more direct way now. But I mean, everything you need, we live in the information age. And um, and if you really want to set yourself up to, to do anything, this is a time, right? There's videos of people talking about how they, uh, their progress through their entrepreneurship and building, you know, their company from scratch. Some of those meetings that they have with VCs and some of the, there's people that literally like just document that whole chapter of their, their life. And if you can't take advantage of that, like, I don't know what to tell you, like it's, it's right there for you, you know? <laughs> Yeah, you're doing so many great things. I mean, you're you're focused on the right user and you're understanding their pain and you're keeping your team focused on it. Louis, this has been an amazing conversation and I loved having you on. Thank you so much for being on It's Techtastic. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. And that's a wrap for this episode of Techtastic. I want to thank you personally for joining us and we'll see you next time. Until then, keep exploring and stay curious.